Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome on this New Year's Day. The Retirement Clinic with the Kowal Investment Group is on WISN. Your hosts, Aaron Spitzner and Chauncey Weisensell. Happy New Year, guys. Good morning and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Paul. We're all awake. Everybody's yep. chipper. And we're ready to go. we got some exciting retirement planning uh, topics for everybody today. Well, both of you guys are part of the market reports that air on WISN and WIBA. This show is aired in Madison as well. So for those of you in Madison on this New Year's Day, thanks for tuning in. Each week, 2022, Aaron and Chauncey, uh, is a part of our topic today. Looking ahead, um, you going to look back at all? Any thoughts on 2021? Oh, we're going to focus a lot on uh, some planning items for 2022, although 2021 has been a, a pretty good year for, for, for the markets and for those that have taken uh, some risk with, with stocks in their portfolio. Um, you know, anytime you get double digits in the market, yeah. it's a good thing, uh, especially with inflation running a little bit higher. So, uh, so yeah, I would say looking back, uh, the markets have been very favorable. And now uh, we'll focus on 2022 and some some other planning items here. Uh, there are some changes, uh, like every year, seeming it seems like every year there's changes. Tax laws change. These so Chauncey, in the next segment, you're going to update us on some contribution limits for 2022. Those are going up for some employer retirement plans and some other contributions. So we're going to look at that a little bit. A lot of people got there, uh, and this goes back to 2020 when COVID first hit. Aaron, their match was either taken away or maybe limited. A lot of those companies, I think most are back with their match. Yeah, but of what I hear, that's actually a good reminder for those people that have, uh, you know, maybe scaled back or forgot about that uh, to take a look at those, how much you're contributing to your 401k. And we'll talk a little bit about maybe some strategies to save a little bit more into next year. But yeah, that uh, of what I've heard, it seems like all those matches have, have come back. You know, it's weird because we're, we've got inflation. We start 2022 with inflation, but we also are in this weird economy, right? Where the Fed's announced already, you know, we said in this show a couple of weeks ago, they're going to raise rates. It's happening. But you've also got a, an, an employment situation, Aaron, that remains fairly low with employers looking for employees. Yeah, that that seems to be the struggle, um, I, you know, in, in, in looking at the number of, uh, Americans that are unemployed uh, but not looking for work. Uh, I think that is the uh, the issue that they're focusing on and trying to get those individuals back into the workforce for whatever reason it was. You know, it, you know, when COVID first hit, it was they have to stay home to take care of their kids, um, or for you know for some other reason, you know, they didn't want to go into the workplace yeah. because they were fearful of of contracting COVID. Uh, but now with the the uh, vaccine and with kids back in school, um, we should see those uh, individuals back in the workforce, and that should put some ease on the labor market. Uh, these are pretty good paying jobs, too. Yeah. Well, that's that's the other vacancies. thing is wages have gone up pretty pretty substantial for a lot of jobs, so uh, maybe that'll be the uh, the motivation that that we need to to get people back. The world is definitely changing. There's no doubt that a new year brings sometimes optimism, Aaron, sometimes a renewed sense of hope. Also, many people make resolutions. We're not going to talk personal New Year's resolutions today. No, we're not going to do that today, but we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, I'll give some guidelines on setting yourself up for a successful 2022 and, and some ideas for uh, resolutions to make in the new year. Uh, but first, I wanted to jump into... Uh, 
um, a survey uh, from Fox News um, about uh, really financial optimism uh, going into next year, and, and it doesn't look good. Uh, the title reads, Most Americans Do Not Expect Financial Improvements in 2022. And again, this is a, a survey here from Fox Business. Uh, the article goes on to say here, about two-thirds of U.S. adults recently said uh, they do not expect their financial situation to improve in 2022. Um, so the survey was uh, of 2,450 U.S. adults, and they found 46% of the respondents expect their financial situation uh, will stay the same, and 26% uh, percent believe it will get worse. Um, of about 54% of the respondents cited inflation as their biggest barrier uh, to, the f to better finances in 2022. Um, that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. No. Um, you know, we, it in should November, be almost at the top of the list yeah. for most people. If you're really going to be concerned about something, right? I look personally at my own 401k. I had a good year, Aaron. I think a lot of Americans had a good year yeah, in the it, markets. Yeah, if you were taking some risk. I mean, if you were all in bonds... You, you, you probably didn't have a good year. Um, stack on top of that, inflation, which uh, in November, 6.8% year over year, the fastest increase since June of 82. Uh, so in inflation is is um, really the, the top concern for most individuals in 2022. Um, the next is COVID-19. Not a surprise there either. Um, other reasons cited include life circumstances, uh, stagnant or declining wages, debt, uh, and changing interest rates. Uh, lastly, here, the amount of money made on savings and investments. So, again, it, it shouldn't be surprising um, that those concerns going forward, but a lot of those concerns are are out of our control. Right. Um, there's not much we can do about inflation. Uh, there's not much we can do about the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about what we can do here in a second. But, but, but the, the theme of the survey, though, by Fox News. Yes was sort of negative, a negative outlook. Yeah, the numbers are pretty tight, but uh, the, it definitely tipped more towards those uh, being negative. I think it was um, it was close to 50-50, but um, slightly more people had a negative outlook. Th those that are optimistic, um, they're really looking at top reasons uh, cited for potential improvement are making more money at work. That's not a surprise either, right? Wages have gone up. Yes. Having less debt. You know, we hear more people. I hear it all the time from clients. I'm not doing as much. I'm not traveling as much. Uh, so we're, we're paying down debt or paying off the mortgage, whatever it may be, um, and making more money on savings and investments. So again, that kind of can, you know, if, if you look at what people are negative about, they weren't happy with returns, and now these people are, are happy about <laughs> returns. So again, it kind of depends on how much risk you took uh, last year and probably – uh, somewhat guides your outlook for for this upcoming year, and then the other reasons are just change in, in life circumstances, um, and uh, those that are optimistic about an end to the pandemic. So it's kind of just the complete opposite. But again, more people are are more fearful going into next year than they are optimistic. Um, how was? Let me step back and take a bigger picture look. How was your Christmas? First of all, guys, was it like a normal Christmas? We weren't on the air last week because it was Christmas Day. 
You know, for my family, um, it was still a little lighter uh, in terms of like turnout. You know, some people, whether <laughs> right. they had, you know, fears of COVID or they had COVID, whatever sure. that may be. Or maybe the kids, you know, or, or grandma th- is concerned. My family had Christmas. We got together, you know, all, but everybody's, uh, there's no fear. It's more like we're, we're aware. This, yeah. This thing, this Omicron's kind of running rampant as we speak, right? Across the country. Look at professional sports. Just keep your eye on that. And you yeah. can kind of get a... Uh, Chauncey, how was your Christmas? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, got back to normal from last year. Did last year some Zoom stuff with some family. It was the virtual um, year, wasn't Exactly. It? This year, more in person, getting around to some more Christmas parties. Much more normal. If you look at the Kowal Investment Group, first off, your website, uh, Aaron Chauncey, the Kowal Way will give us all the locations. Your doors are back open. You're doing in-person client meetings. Uh, but... That being said, if you want to do a virtual visit, that's available. That's right. Uh, I would say the majority of our clients like to meet face to face. However, uh, there are you know those that prefer the uh, meeting over Zoom, and we're, we're happy to accommodate that for any of our clients. Yeah, I mentioned the Kowalway.com with locations: the world headquarters, of course, in Waukesha, Port Washington, in office in Phoenix, Arizona, and I believe Spitzner. You're I don't want to say your own office. It belongs to the Coal Investment Group. Racine. Yep, Racine right off uh, Highway 20 and 94. So you can't really miss us. We're about, a, would say, about a quarter mile east of the freeway. John C. And where do you hang out? Which office? I hang out in the Waukesha office. Oh, yeah. The headquarters. Yeah, the world headquarters. Uh, easy to find. Everything's at thekowalway.com. You're on social media. You're on LinkedIn and Twitter and all that good stuff. Again, thekowalway.com or call 262-522-4040. Without sounding dorky, Aaron, do people have financial New Year's resolutions when they come in and talk to you like, you know, we're going to do things different. We're going to turn over a new leaf. That's a good question. Um I, I don't really, if they do, you know, they don't talk about it as much. Uh, maybe it's more personal on how they want to handle some of those those other finances that uh, maybe we're not as involved with. Uh, so, but I would say most people don't share it with me if they have them. Um, <laughs> Haven't we said leave the stress to you guys before? Yeah, <laughs> unless maybe they're just so satisfied they don't need to uh, have any, any additional improvements. Yeah. Um, but... Um, that is one of the items I wanted to, to get into today, and that's setting yourself up for a successful 2022. Uh, because we know every year, right, we set these goals, and how long do they last? About uh, a month, right? And then we kind of fall off the wagon. And it's that, it's that, by that's February it. 1st, almost everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, you're doing really well if you make it through the end of February. Yeah, what do they say? It's like a, a certain amount of weeks that creates the habit. Once you have the habit formed, then you're, you're pretty much mm-hmm. yeah. in cruise control here. So... Uh, first, we got to lay the groundwork uh, for a lot of these uh, resolutions and just take a look at your finances. I'd recommend taking a look at uh, your expenses from last year, uh, those things that you may not really need, that maybe it's a subscription service that you don't need. You could cut back a little bit there, and you could take that extra money in and uh, pay down some debt or save that money into uh, an IRA. So you got to kind of take a look at the big picture first, and then from there, um, make the resolution going forward. Uh, so we have about, uh, I'd say about uh, eight or nine different ideas mm-hmm. uh, to discuss and, and and really give you some recommendations on resolutions to make. Uh, they're they're pretty basic, easy things that you can do to make a, a pretty big impact in your 
uh, financial planning. And this is actually an article from Kiplinger's uh, from this past December, from December here in 2021, managing your finances, setting yourself up for a successful 2022. So, do you want to hit that after the break, Aaron? Yeah, I think it would make sense to kind of start fresh here. Again, we got eight, nine things to get through. Uh, a couple of them are my own, uh, not my personal <laughs> resolutions, but just some additional ideas that uh, um, that I think would make a lot of sense. We have Aaron Kowal, which uh, he's joining us for the weekly feature, The Boss Minute, Business Owners, Savings, and Security after the break. We have the sexy segment, like always. Also coming up, in addition to Aaron's topic, Chauncey, you've got some information on 2022. There have been some changes in contribution limits, right? Yeah, most of them are going up. A few are staying the same, but most of them are going up, which is good news. Uh, but people need to be aware, obviously. Yeah. Uh, how many people keep it? New Year's Day, it's not like you're waking up and going, oh, I got those contribution limits. <laughs> First thing on my mind. Yeah, I would uh, I would, rec- I would. think a lot of people aren't, uh, aren't uh, immediately opening up the uh, IRS uh uh, website here to look at what the contribution limits are. I think they're enjoying the show. Sit back and do nothing. It's New Year's Day. Enjoy the holiday. A happy New Year to all of our listeners, to all the Coal Investment clients and faithful listeners. This show now, 20 years. We celebrated in September, the 20th anniversary. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about uh, being on the air that long. And, and I think how long have the market reports been on for? Market reports it's been longer. longer than that, right? Oh yeah, Jeff started those well before the show. Got a weekly show. Jeff reminisces about being after Paul Harvey, possibly the best lead-in for a show you could have. Uh, and then we went to a full hour show, and for twenty years the retirement clinic now, which is in Madison on WIBA, but also right here in Milwaukee WISN. After the break, we'll hear from Aaron Kowal, the quick boss minute. Then we'll get back to Aaron Spitzner, Chauncey Weisensell, hosting the program today, thekowalway.com, or call the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Whether you're planning on selling your business in the near future or down the road, you're probably hoping for a sizable return on the business you put so much hard work into. However, if you're not careful, you could leave money on the table and walk away with less than you deserve. There are four big mistakes that could derail the sale or sale price of your business. The first is failing to effectively negotiate with providers. Often the amount of money a company is worth is strongly influenced by the negotiations between the buyer and the seller. But it's not only negotiating with potential acquirers that is important. The business owner should also negotiate agreements and contracts with their own professionals involved with the sale process. Next is failing to properly prepare key personnel for the sale. A successful business is dependent on its key personnel. Making sure those people are incentivized to stay with the business and its new owners can be critical to the sale and the sale price. Third is failing to financially prepare the company for sale. Making sure the business financials are as appealing to an acquirer as possible can translate to a significantly higher sale price. Last is failing to eliminate likely deal killers. There are a number of possible deal killers that can derail the sale of your business. For instance, if the company has existing tax problems, buyers will likely push down the price. Business owners don't get a do-over if the sale of their business doesn't go as well as they hoped. Therefore, it is crucial to avoid mistakes that can diminish your company's value. If you need help preparing for the sale of your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040. 
Minute business owners and their savings and security. Welcome back. I'm Paul Cronforce. We continue the retirement clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, John C. Weisensell, and Aaron Spitzner are your hosts on this New Year's Day. You guys have the honor of the first show for 2022. You just got to feel pretty pretty good about yeah, this. Yeah, feel pretty special about that. Um, or was it nobody else that, uh, wanted to come we, in? I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> well played. Aaron. But... Uh, well, we have the honor of, like you said, having the first show of the new year. So we're going to uh, go through some New Year's resolutions to make this year. Again, as I mentioned before the break, I have a, a list of five from Kiplinger's. And then I have another four um, of my own. Those, <laughs> of are, own, those yeah. are bonus you know, <laughs> I like, for, I like that. for everybody today. So as I was going through their Kiplinger's, list, uh, Aaron? yeah, I thought of a couple things that um, they may have missed here. So we'll. We'll start with the result. Again, these are different resolutions to make in the new year. Just some ideas. The first one, pay down debt. Uh, You can never go wrong with eliminating high interest rate debt, like revolving balances on a credit card. Uh, But don't forget about refinancing long-term debt like a mortgage. Refinancing at today's low rates should reduce your monthly payment, leaving you with extra cash to pay down more costly debt. Um, So the first one, uh, pay down the debt if you have it. Uh, If you're younger, uh, and you have access to a 401k, I wouldn't cut back on my 401k contributions to pay off a mortgage. I mean, with rates being so low, uh, I think that over time you should do a little bit better than your your rate. Uh, Even if mortgage rates bump up in 22, I can't see them dra- – like not, right now they're around 3% for a 30-year fix. They've been that way for a long time. Do you foresee them going up to like 6 or 7 Probably not, right? No. I, I – I, I mean, that's a pretty substantial jump. That's huge. So, yeah, I, I can't see it. would shake see. the market. Yeah. So I, I can't see it making that big of a leap. Uh, if you're older, though, and you have a more conservative portfolio, you know, maybe it makes sense to pay down the mortgage, and maybe that's also something that, that's keeping you up at night and you just want to have paid off uh, so you don't have to worry about it. So, uh, again, that's the first one, paying down the debt. Uh, the other is updating your insurance. Um, the new year is an ideal time to review your auto and home insurance policies. Uh, if you put on a new roof or bought some expensive jewelry, um, you may want to meet with your agent to make sure your policy protects those purchases and that you've qualified for all possible discounts. So it's a pretty easy process again. Um, I mean, these aren't hard things to do for resolutions, right? I mean, sending an email to your agent, letting them know about any updates. Oh, yeah. And, and taking a look at your policy to make sure it covers everything. Sometimes you can bundle and you might be, you know, have a chance to save some money on that and not even know about it. Yeah. I mean, so that... That, that's another simple one uh, to do that you may have put off the last couple of years. Uh, revis- the next one here, number three, re- revisit your investment strategy. You know, so this one is a couple different ways to look at it. Uh, number one, rebalance your portfolio portfolio at least once a year. Again, we all talk about it, rebalancing. If you started with 60% in stocks, you know, the market has had a really good year. Maybe we want to, now we have 65% in stocks, so we want to go back to 60 uh, that would be a rebalance. Um, another thing to look at is maybe how your money is invested. Um, do you have too much in growth? Or do you have not enough in growth? How much do you have in international? And making sure all of that balances out. So, again, number three, revisit your investment strategy. Number four, this is the one I feel like a lot of people have a hard time getting motivated to do, but it's very important to do, um, and that's review your estate plan. Um, 
The article goes on to say here, creating an estate plan would be a fine New Year's resolution. An estate plan should include a will, a living will, and a financial power of attorney. If you already have an estate plan, update it to reflect any recent changes in your life, like a, a grandchild. Um, and also check out your life insurance policy and retirement plan list the correct beneficiaries. Oh, a change of beneficiaries happens a yeah. lot. Right? Yeah, and, and it's always important to know that your your listed beneficiaries on your retirement accounts supersede those uh, stated in your will. Yeah. So you want to make sure that those are aligned as well. I believe you could Google this if you don't believe me. Experts say, and estate planning experts and attorneys say, 90% of Americans don't have a proper estate plan. Oh, I, w- I would bet that. One out, so one out of 10 of you walking around have a pro. Now, you may have a will. You may have a power of attorney. Maybe you need a trust. Maybe things have changed and you need to revisit that. You know, talk about getting your affairs in orders, which you always hear, right, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that's like, uh, you know, it's listed as number four on the list here. But if you don't have it done, it really should be number one. I had all those other items. Um, just makes it easier, too, uh, for your kids or, or heirs uh, to inherit the money. Yeah, nobody's squabbling after if it's in writing, and right. you, you don't have to worry about, well, maybe they're squabbling, but at least, <laughs> you know, there's no doubt. At least I know what your wishes writing, are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, number five, now this one is a, a little bit tougher depending on how you look at it. Make more money. Um, and I think we all wish we could make more money, right? Um, but in, in, in reality, in today's market, um, the employee is, is in the driver's seat when it comes to wages, um, you know, with the worker shortage like we talked about earlier, uh, there's a lot of people switching jobs to get a pay increase or maybe to get some additional benefits. So, you know, maybe take a look at other opportunities that are out there to get that pay raise. Um, Aaron, there's commercials on this station. I'm not going to say for who, but you may have heard them. They're paying people $100 just to come in for an interview. Oh, yeah. Just to I, sit down. Uh, on my remodeling show, the plumbers, the HVAC contractors are begging people to come work for them. We will train you. We will give you bonuses. We will pay for It's incredible. And they still can't yeah, find enough. I mean, Skilled trades is a big area. And and even the, the simple part-time jobs for somebody who's retired, uh, I've heard some stories about uh, even driving like a shuttle bus for yeah. some of these uh, uh, corporations to take their workers to and from the parking lot. You know, you can get benefits. You get a pretty good wage. You only work a little bit. I'm, you know, so if you have your health, you're retired. Um, might not be a bad gig to go out yeah. there and get a part-time job yeah. uh, while wages are a little bit higher. So that those five are the uh, ideas from Kiplinger. Now, oh, now we, we get now Aaron's. we flip the page. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Spitzner, if you're yes. just joining us with Chauncey Weisensel. Yes, the retirement clinic is on New Year's Day, and we've got some financial resolutions soon. Chauncey's going to run over those contribution limit changes for 2022. So number six or number one, uh, depending on how you look at it here, uh, increase retirement plan contributions. Um, so again, take a look at the budget that you have, maybe you can cut expenses somewhere and make that 1% increase to your 401k contributions. If you're not doing it to the 401k, maybe consider adding to an IRA or even a spousal IRA. So if your spouse isn't working, um, you can contribute to an IRA on their behalf. Uh, So again, just a way to get a little bit more into the retirement accounts um, without having it really affect that much of your day-to-day spending. That 1% increase will likely go unnoticed or even if it's a $50 contribution a month into a spousal IRA, another good solution. So a small adjustment that you can make that'll have a big impact in the long run. The next one would be declutter. 
Um, right? I mean, we all, if you invest, you likely get prospectuses, you get annual reports, you get a lot of paperwork you don't know what to do with. Um, well, a lot of those prospectuses, annual reports, things like that, those can go away, right? You can shred those. Um, get rid of a lot of that clutter and just boil it down to what you need, tax statements, uh, monthly statements, quarterly statements, whatever that may be, uh, whatever your preference is. Maybe even consider going uh, electronic with your statements. Uh, but before you throw away everything, make sure you hold on to those statements that have cost basis information. So what you paid for that investment, if you bought it, yeah, say prior to 2011, because back then brokerage firms didn't need to track cost information on what you paid. Uh, so it's a good reminder, just hold on to those statements because uh, those may come in very helpful down the road. Uh, so declutter was number seven. Number eight, assess your emergency fund. Um, we hear it all the time, right? We should have three to six months in our savings account or, or of, of uh, emergency expenses or expenses to be covered in our savings account. So again, if, if you're a high income or if you have more volatile income, you're paid on commissions, you might want to have a little bit more than three to six months. Um, but again, assess that emergency fund. And if, if you're um, a little bit low, again, start adding to that on a monthly basis or, or, or by paycheck, maybe 50 to 100 bucks every paycheck go in, goes into that uh, emergency savings fund. And the last one, again, assess the savings again um, because you might have too much in there. And if you have too much in there with inflation running the way it is right now, um, you're losing purchasing power every month. Uh, so consider getting some of that money invested in the market. Now, the number one thing I hear all the time is, well, the market's at an all-time high. You know, should I really invest it at an all-time high? Well, if you look back historically, that's been pretty consistent uh, over the last couple yeah. of months. Uh, yeah. So think, you know, put together a strategy, maybe invest it over the next four to six months. I say, hey, okay, we'll have X amount of dollars. We'll keep that in savings. Everything above that, let's get that invested in the market so we can maintain our purchasing power and grow our money. Great list of New Year's resolutions uh, from Kiplinger's and, of course, Aaron Spitzner and his own uh, reminders. This <laughs> right. is something, you guys, I know you work with a lot of clients that you sit down and you go over things and you might have to make changes. You might not, but they definitely have to be reviewed. New Year's Day is a first, you know, great day to kind of sit back and, and, and go over these reminders with you. Chauncey Weissenzel is now going to look ahead to 2022, which does bring some changes, right? Yes, it does. Uh, and the article starts off, the IRS announces higher 2022 retirement account contribution limits. Um, the IRS sat back and they looked at the inflation numbers from the year and they decided um, to give us to give everyone an increase in the amount that they can save in their workplace retirement accounts in 2022. Um, Eric goes on to talk about a little bit. The real question is whether people pay attention to this or not. And he goes on to say, to the extent you can afford to, you should contribute the maximum, right? Not everybody is in a position where they can afford to max out their 401ks and Roth IRAs and everything, but do it to the extent that you can. Aaron mentioned, you know, just adding one extra percent in your 401k um, as a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Um, small things like that can make a big difference. Yeah, they can. And if it can be more than 1%, even better. Even better. Um, and then it kind of ties in. It says it's the length of time you have the money in your retirement plan before you retire. Um, compound interest really makes a huge difference. Um, looking at the market year year after year, um, being make sure, making sure that you're in the market can go a long way. So some of the, the changes here, uh, first one is 401ks, 403bs, most 457 plans, and uh, people who work for federal government have thrift savings plans. Um, 
For 2022, the limit's going to be $20,500, which is up from the two years. Last two years, it was $19,500. So it's an additional $1,000 you can save. Absolutely. If you're maxing that out, every little bit can make a difference. Um, The catch-up for the 401ks remains the same at $6,500. So if you're 50 or over, you can contribute additional monies to those retirement plans. Um, And make sure that if you want to take advantage of the catch-up, um, that you actually have until December. If you, as long as you turn 50 sometime in 2022, it could be December 31st of 2022. You can still contribute that catch up if you if you want to and are able to. Um, next one: SEP IRAs or solo 401ks. So for small business owners or self-employed people, um, those have gone up from 58,000 was the limit 2021 to 61,000 2022. Um, those are pretty high contribution limits. Um, but they did go up this year. But this is all good news, right? Positive news that we yeah. can contribute more if we are able to. Yeah, if you're able and you want to, you can contribute more, um, more money in the market, more money to be able to save to for for your retirement. Um, other one, another one that went up is the simple. So simple IRAs um, went up from thirteen thousand five hundred to fourteen thousand. Um, so not a huge jump, but again, every little bit counts. Um, They did not raise the limit for IRA contributions. So IRAs, Roth IRAs, um, you're still at $6,000 and $1,000 catch up if you're over age 50. So that stays the same as 2021. Yep. All that stays the same. Uh, Unfortunately, they didn't raise that for us at all. Um, The Roth IRA phase out did go up. So the amount of income, adjusted gross income that you can have and still contribute to a Roth IRA did go up. Uh, It was... It did start around 198000 Now it starts at 204000 uh, for married filing jointly individuals. Uh, and for single individuals or head of household, it is up to um, 129 to one hundred and twenty from 125000 where the phase-out begins. This is, I mean, you're going through a lot of changes. Is this typical in um, a new year? Uh, it depends. Like you said, they really looked at inflation as, as a big reason behind this. Um, you know, we've already talked about it, the higher inflation numbers for the year. Um, if inflation is going up, costs are going up, they need to allow you to be able to save more for retirement, you know, essentially to be able to live kind of the lifestyle you want, have the retirement that you want. Absolutely. Inflation just uh, kind of goes back to the beginning of the show, and it's been a recurring theme here. Chauncey, I know you've got uh, – we're going to take a break because we – all right, break time. We're going to come back, kind of wrap that up. Some reminders about your contribution limit changes. Then the sexy segment, Aaron Kowal. Any little uh, little tease? What's it about today? Aaron Spitzner. Did I say Kowal? Yeah, it's all right. There's two, there's too <laughs> there's many two Aarons. Aarons. It's all right. It's a great did, name. Thanks for the reminder. Aaron Spitzner is here. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit on how the Build Back Better Act um, can affect some retirement accounts uh, in the future. Oh. I'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And it really we'll, affects those high income, you know, well, those with high incomes. This feature called the sexy yep. segment about uh, wealth management and preservation. So a different spin, a different topic each week. Yes, it's Aaron Spitzner today with Chauncey Weisensell. The Kowal Investment Group, great website. Check it out. TheKowalWay.com. We'll be right back with the Retirement Clinic, WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. We are back, the sexy segment, as we continue the retirement clinic with the Kowal Investment Group on this New Year's Day. Happy New Year, everybody. 2022, well, we talked about uh, some 
Resolutions with Aaron Spitzner, Chauncey Weisenthal. Just a quick P.S. Uh, you've got some reminders about contribution limits for this year, 2022. Yes, so they're they're up for the year for this year, 2022. Uh, biggest one that's going to impact most people again: uh, 401ks contribution limits going up from 19,500 to 20,500. Uh, I'm sure everyone's going to open their laptops right now and increase their contribution limits. They should, right? If, if they now, should. Now, we say if you can. Make sure you can afford it. Yes, right? make sure you can afford it. That's number one. Um, and two, maybe you want, would rather save, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Spitzner talked a little bit about having an emergency fund. The, those are probably areas you'd want to address beforehand before increasing your, your contributions to your 401k. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots, lots of stuff going up across the board for business owners. Uh, regular individuals, um, people who do gifting, that is going up as well um, from $15,000 a year to $16,000 a year. Um, so if you're a couple and you want to gift to your kids or grandkids, you could do $32,000 total. Yeah, it's 16000 um, each. Each. So my wife could gift, I could gift. Correct. Yep. To as many people as to all, if you had 10 kids, you could give all 10 kids yeah. 32000 each between. Generally, that's done around yeah. this time of the year. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, lots of all the all the limits are going. Not all of them. IRAs, Roth IRAs are staying the same, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but for most retirement plans through work or self-employed people, um, those limits are going up. Most went up, yeah. Contribution yeah. limits for 2022. Good stuff, Chauncey. Now we pivot over to the sexy segment, which today is about Aaron Spitzner. Not, I got your name screwed up before. Yep. It's all right. It'll never happen again. Yeah. Way to start out the new year. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> That's just it, the first show. <laughs> yeah, so the, the sexy segment today, it's an article from Ed Slot. He's been mentioned a number of times on the show here. He's kind of the he's the retirement guru out there. Um, he basically focuses his life on everything IRS and then as it relates to IRA ac- accounts. And um, his article uh, for, you know, going into 2022 is about the two big bills to watch. Uh, so why did I bring this up for the sexy segment is it, it, it relates more to those high-income earners out there um, as the IRS is trying to, or excuse me, the, the government is trying to get rid of the um, backdoor Roth IRAs, uh, mega backdoor Roth conversions, and band conversions for high-income earners. So uh, looking forward into you know 2022 and beyond, what are some strategies around that? And that's what the article talks about. So uh, it, the article st- starts out, two bills to keep an eye on are the Build Back Better Act and the Securing a Strong Retirement Act known as Secure 2.0. Um, the Secure 2.0, a lot of people forgot about, but it does have bipartisan support and is more likely to be enacted. So let's start with how Build Back Better Act could affect you. So that act, uh, which is hanging by a thread, includes an IRA provision that will likely pass if the overall bill is enacted. That's because these are not controversial compared to the bigger spending items on the list. Uh, So one of those items is a ban on backdoor Roths. Uh, So the backdoor Roth is a workaround to the Roth IRA contribution limits. So if you make over a certain amount of money, you can no longer contribute to a Roth. Right now we can, right? Yep. Well, if you're you're under a certain limit, um, you can, but if you make over that limit, you can no longer contribute to a Roth. So the strategy around that is it's called this backdoor Roth in which the client first contributes to a non-deductible traditional IRA where there is no income limit and then quickly converts it to a Roth IRA. And it's it's allowed, but it's like you said, a workaround. Yep. So uh, in the Build Back Better Act, uh, they're trying to ban that. Why? 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Don't ask <laughs> what Congress like and the Senate or Biden's thinking. Um, just yeah, just so, build back better act. There's yeah. a lot of stuff in it. That's just it, Aaron. There's so much stuff in one act. And and if that one is enacted, uh, the one provision. I mean, it might be effective in 2022. Um, that would be the ban on on backdoor conversions. Um, but we're not sure yet, right? So you may want to hold off on those con- backdoor conversions this year until we have. Um, a better idea on where we're going with the Build Back Better Act. Uh, the other item in that bill is a, a ban on mega backdoor Roths. And not a lot of people are aware of these, but um, in company retirement plans, um, in some retirement plans, uh, individuals can contribute after-tax after tax funds to the plan and then quickly convert them to uh, to Roth IRAs. So you... Um, it can be up to $61,000 in any given year. So you can take that extra money that you've earned, put it in an after-tax bucket, and then quickly convert that to a Roth, and then you'll never have to pay tax again. And that's called a mega backdoor Roth IRA. Wow. They want to ban that too? Yeah, they want to get rid of that too. Okay. Um, so again, I'd, I'd hold off on that uh, in 2022 until we get some better guidance on where we're going with that. Um, and then the other item is... Um, a ban on Roth conversions for, for high-income taxpayers. So we've talked about it on the show in the past. Um, they're basically trying to put this income limit of 450000 if married filing jointly, where they say you can no longer convert from a uh, traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Um, so with that one, it would not be effective until 2032, so about 10 years from now. So there is a little bit of an opportunity, a planning opportunity here, where you could say, okay, if this gets enacted, we have 10 years to to do our Roth conversions. I mean, that's a long time. Think of that. Yeah, it's, it is a long time. The, the odd thing about it is um, they're really encouraging the behavior, right, over the <laughs> right. next 10 years. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody knows it's going to go away. I get so if it. you think about it, it, they're saying, hey, this thing is going to go away in 10 years. Yep. So everybody quick do it. Right, exactly. Um, why are they doing that? Probably the money. More tax revenue. So if you encourage Roth conversions in the next 10 years, you can bring in more tax revenue to cover all the spending. If you ever wonder why they do anything? Yeah, follow the money. Follow the money. I've yes. learned that in 30 years of doing talk radio. Follow the money. See, see, it answers just about every question you have. It really does. <laughs> it does. Um, so, yeah, to wrap or to summarize it, you know, I would really focus on a conversion strategy. Uh, keep an eye on the... Build Back Better Act and how that can affect you if you've been doing the the backdoor Roths or the mega backdoor Roth uh, conversions. Um, again, keep a closer eye on it so you don't get uh, tangled up in a mess of you, you weren't able to do it this past mm-hmm. year. Um, and then also, if you're in a, a higher income tax bracket, uh, you know maybe start doing all those Roth conversions uh, before you can no longer do them. This is why we work with an advisor, financial advisor. I I mean, some people do it themselves. They plan for their retirement. They do all their investments and financial planning. Maybe they're successful at it. Maybe not. I think there's some missed opportunities. There's a lot of tax implications. Chauncey talked about all the contribution limits. How would you know about this stuff? Well, unless you read it. There, there, there are some uh, some people out there that are more in tune with it than others. Um, I guess that's true for any anything, right? Some people have hobbies, and and if they're you know maybe they're really involved in finances and and they really like this, but they have a job that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um. So those people are usually in tune with these, but even then, 
the mechanics of it are still pretty tough um, to do a, a backdoor conversion. Like it, It's not that easy. No, that's deep into weed stuff. And there are other implications, if you're not aware, that it could really screw up your taxes going forward. Um, so that's just another reason to always work with a professional. Uh, and we always work with your accountant to make sure that they're on the same page as well, that they know what's going on in the retirement accounts. They know about this conversion and how it could really impact taxes at the end of the year as well. It's one thing Jeff Kowal has stressed in the 20 years now, 20 plus years. He said our anniversary was back in September. In fall, we hit the 20-year mark. He's always stressed that uh, you guys are retirement specialists. That's what you do. The Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists, you focus on one thing only, your retirement. Yep. And with that, it is a team approach um, to to be in touch with the accountant, the estate planner. Um, so everybody's on the same page and, and, and moving in the same direction here. Because like I said, we don't want any surprises uh, come tax time uh, that, hey, why did you do this Roth conversion? You had all this other income coming in from maybe an investment property or something. That's right. Um, so we want to make sure that... Uh, Everybody's aware of what's going on, and, and, and they understand the reason of why we're doing it. Many of those have been on the shows over the years. We've had estate planning experts and attorneys on, right? We've had tax specialists, all kinds of people. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm sure we'll have some of those shows coming up soon as we get ready for uh, for 2021 tax filing here. It'll be right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, no changes as far as we know because of COVID. It is still April 15th for 2022. Um, actually, I think it's April 18th this year. Um, is it really? Don't ask why I know that. Oh, uh, there is a calendar. like a regional holiday or something that basically pushed that off to April 18th. So it's a little bit later. Oh, uh, April 18th is a it's a Monday. Uh, yeah. Talk to your tax account, you know specialist, like we always say, right, Aaron? But um, last year was a year, right, when they pushed off the deadlines, I believe. Yeah, they pushed yeah. it back pretty far for this last year with yeah. uh, COVID and everything, and that they wanted to give people plenty of time to. Their taxes Which on. is understandable. I just, I don't know your thoughts on this. Everybody's got their opinion. I think we're going to have to learn to live with this, with COVID. <laughs> and it's going to change as the years go by. I just don't think one day we're going to wake up and say, okay, it's all gone. Don't worry about it. That being said, if we learn to live with it, it might take some of that fear away. And your decision should not be driven by emotion. Agreed? I'm I'm hoping that right around the time when we say we're just going to have to live with this forever, maybe it go. That's when it goes away. It goes away, <laughs> right? It's kind of like with the markets, right? When a lot of people are like, is, "Could this thing go any lower?" The market keeps going down, keeps going down, keeps going down. Right, yeah. right around, you know, you throw your hands up in the air and say, "The heck with it," and then the market I, bounces. I was shocked at so. how well. Just looking at where the Dow closed the year at, just how well it was considering everything. Yeah, it got a little shakier. Uh, you know, into November uh, and some parts of December. Uh, a little volatility. Yeah, and, and you started to wonder, okay, is this going to be the start of something? Um, but the market shook it off. And, yeah. you know, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, inf- inflation again uh, and that really to preserve your purchasing power, you have to have some of that market exposure. Um, you don't have to, but um, it's important to have some market exposure to maintain and grow your money. And if you're not... Uh, you know, there's some a good study out there by J.P. Morgan in which they show the money made on a hundred thousand dollars in the bank is seventy dollars, and the cost of inflation is about forty five hundred, and that's on a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so if you have that hundred thousand dollars just sitting in the bank, 
it's just slowly eroding over time. That's right. Your purchasing power. So I think what we've seen a lot over the last 12 months are, are people really what's called buying the dip, right? They see an opportunity to get into the market at a lower price point. Um, so they put their money in. And sometimes that's not a really a good strategy um, because it could be like, you know, catching a falling knife. But this year it went the other way. And every time it started to go down, we would see a nice little bounce, a good recovery. Catching so. a falling knife. I got to remember that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it worked out well this year. Um, but I think a lot of that has been driven by low rates at the bank and high inflation. You know, in years past, right, we always had low rates, right. but we didn't have the inflation. Exactly. Now we have low rates and we have inflation. And we've so, got inflation. Yeah. Uh, on this New Year's Day, when you said this year, you meant, of course, last year. You know how long it's going to take for me to get used to writing I, I always write it wrong for like the All first my month. files, yeah. all the computer things, podcasts, we got to change them all to 2022 or they're not going to air. So I'm sure everybody goes through this, right? Writing checks out the wrong year. It is indeed the first show of 2022. This is the Retirement Clinic, both on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. I'm Paul Kronforst on the air with your hosts, Aaron Spitzner and Chauncey Weisensel. We'll be right back. Wrapping up the Retirement Clinic on this New Year's Day. Thanks for joining us with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, your host, Chauncey Weisensel, today, along with Aaron Spitzner. Chauncey, thank you so much. Yeah, it's great to be here. Great way to start off uh, 2022. Uh, and just to, again, be sure, make sure if you're contributing the max to your retirement plans, um, that that's going up for, for 2022 for most most cases. Yeah, you talked about those contribution limits. They're, they're going up. Be aware of them. Call the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040, if you have any questions. Aaron Spitzner, looking forward to another great year. Yeah, it was a fun show today. Um, good time talking about the... Uh, New Year's resolutions. Uh, Paul, do you have any resolutions you want to share with us? I stopped doing personal resolutions years ago. Like, these are good. <laughs> that was these your are... resolution, to stop resolutions? To stop. <laughs> yeah. What a good one. That's, That's a good, smart Aaron. one. That's good. Do you guys do them? You no, know? there's things that I'd like to do different. You know, actually, some of the things we talked about, you know, the declutter, you know, yeah. clean up some old statements you have laying around. What did you say? We talk, we have Save a three a, more, make more. Yeah, we have a three and a five year old, so there's a lot of toys that are, you know, <laughs> we got to slowly start to clean up and, and things like that. But, um, and of course, there's always, you could eat a little healthier too. Of course, yeah. there is. And, and those are goals that, that my point is to have them year round. Yeah, exactly. Not just New Year's Day and then three weeks from now, I forget about them when, you know, the, the year is, you know, when on you hit a roll. like February and it's just dark and cold and you just yes. don't want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, almost got to start a little bit earlier. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, great show, guys. Uh, thank you. Happy New Year, Chauncey. Happy New Year, you guys. Eric Spitzner, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't forget, Market Reports done both on WIBA and WISN, Monday through Friday by the Kowal Investment Group, thekowalway.com. Stay tuned. News in your weekend Fox 6 forecast straight ahead. WISN Milwaukee.